Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. This is a brand new Zimmerman Podcast mini-series, Sleeping with a Stranger Under the Cover. In the next few weeks leading up to the release of my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, we'll be taking a look under the cover as I share insider information about the story and process behind my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, which releases May 7, 2020. I'm sitting down with Rachel, who will be interviewing me about the deeply personal and never before shared details of my journey through living and writing Sleeping with a Stranger. So let's do this. Let's go under the cover. Okay, here we go. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Jess. How's it going? Great. So just to clue everyone in, we were just talking about the book, and then we decided we should probably record what we're talking about because you got to always be recording. You do. And also, let me just say this. I thought about this um, last week. So when we started this series, this Under the Cover series, last week should have been our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, we had to move the book release date back. And so now we have an additional five episodes to do of Under the Cover leading up to the book release, which is fine. Um, but we want it to be, you know, interesting. Had we known this, we wouldn't have started this series until, you know, later. But we're doing the best we can. We don't want it to be boring, but we, um, we're wanting to, you know, make it through and get us to launch day. So here we are once again. Yeah. Not to say that we're like scratching the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> no, 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 no. We still have stuff, but I did, I did. I looked at the calendar. I go, we've got five more episodes to talk about this book. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, things are changing. There's different things to talk about now, but if you hear us talking about something and you'll be like, why aren't you talking about this? Then please just send an email to zermanpodcast.com slash ask and we'll talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Otherwise, we're just going to keep talking about what we want to talk about. Yeah, let's do it. What are we talking about today? You have the book, you have it in your hands. So we're going to talk about that. And then some people might not know, hopefully they do, that we have an advanced reader team, an art team, who has been reading advanced copies of the book. And we've been getting their feedback and um, just kind of their reactions, how they feel about the book. And um, so we're going to give you a little sneak peek into what everyone's been saying. So I'm really excited. And from a business perspective, because, you know, that's all I ever really care about. If you're listening to this and you are hoping to write a book one day, let me let me just tell you the strategy behind an advanced reader team. So what we did is we just asked on our newsletter and on our social media pages who would like to read the book early. And we had them fill out an application. Now, the reason that I wanted them to fill out an application is because if they're going to go through the trouble of, you know, swiping up and then filling out, you know, five or six questions, then they are invested in reading the book. Probably if you just let anyone who signs up or who raises their hand, get a copy of the book, they may not actually read it or do what you need them to do. And so we did the application. We selected 50 people to get an advanced copy of the book. They, a lot of them have already finished it. A lot of them have already read it. Some are still, um, are, are about to start it. But the reason why we do that is I like to know from them, you know, what was your overall 
takeaway from the book? Like, what questions do you still have? Because I want to be prepared for when the book is released, what questions might come our way? Or how could we be prepared with a podcast episode or a blog post that that has all those questions answered so that when someone finishes the book and they go to my website, they the question that they had is answered in a blog post somehow or something like that. So it's just a way to really prepare. Also, they write reviews, which is wonderful because reviews, you guys, are kind of everything when it comes to publishing a book. The more reviews you have, the the higher it's going to be ranked and, and all of this stuff. It's going to be more visible for people to see. And so you want it to be visible on release day, on launch day. So you want to, you know, have a couple of reviews in there. And then, um, so we, we ask them to do that, you know, the, the morning of the release and everything. And then finally, they can help spread the word because there's someone who's actually read it and they, if they enjoy it, then they're going to have friends or family who would also enjoy it. And so they can share with their people that they have, you know, some, some influence. I always think it's interesting that people think you have to have this huge following to have influence. And that isn't, I mean, if you've got one follower, you've got some influence. So I, I, it, it didn't matter to me whatsoever what someone's following number was. I just wanted, you know, if they were interested in the book and really wanted to read it early, then, you know, I wanted them to be able to do that so that they could help spread the word. Because honestly, the truth is, is that I believe this book is, especially after now getting some feedback from them and hearing how, and Rachel's going to read you some of what they've been saying, some of the emails we've been getting and some of the messages I've been receiving and, and, and everything from the advanced reader team. But I, there's only so much that me, myself and I, and, and our team can do. Like we, we definitely need the help of others to help, you know, spread the word on it. So that's, that's what an advanced reader team is. And they're super helpful and I'm really grateful for them. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, it's been so helpful to have feedback and for, there's this weird period between when the book is, you know, finished being written and when it is actually released and it could kind of feel like you're just totally cut off from the world. Um, <laughs> and I can imagine it, you could get in your own head a little bit. Um, so it's nice that it's just a weird time of, um, of just waiting because like the book's done, it's locked. You can't make any changes. And basically what it's doing is it's uploading into a program that is going to, you know, allow for pre-orders and is going to print the book and, and all of this. And, and it's loading the ebook and you're loading the audiobook, And that takes a few weeks for all of that to happen. And so you're just kind of um, waiting, going, okay, I can't really promote anything yet, but I don't have any, you know, I don't have to write anything that's done. And you're honestly kind of crossing your fingers that it turns out. Okay. So I, I got a copy of the book this week. And when I was opening it, I was just having this thought in my head, Rachel, I always forget that you're like a decade younger than me. So you probably <laughs> didn't watch the show. But um, back when I was in college, I was watching Sex and the City. And there's this one episode where it's Charlotte's uh, Charlotte York's engagement announcement. And she's in the New York Times. And it's her photograph with her husband or husband-to-be. And she, in the ink, like it made it to where she had a mustache. And so, I, you know, you just never know how things are going to print or how things are going to come out. And you, you, I'm not there. I'm not at the printer. So I have no, you know, I can't say anything. I also had this fear of like, I thought that this was a really, you know, great book and I would open it and somehow the font would be like 
48 you know font size or something and it would be Mm -hmm. like that's funny you thought you wrote like a decent book but it's you know they printed it in like 48 font instead of 12 or something you know things like that and so I was I was pleasantly surprised when it when I got a copy and everything was as it should be um did you have any feelings like once you realized everything was as it should be what was your reaction to having the physical book in front of you it's crazy because it it I was prepared for that. I mean, obviously that's the goal, you know, you're writing a book and you, you want to physically hold it in your hand. It's an easy moment to just go, Oh, great. Now what's the next step. And so I had to kind of just sit there for a minute and be like, no, this is what you've been working on. Like, just, it's okay to enjoy this for a minute. It's okay to look at this and go, wow, you did it. Like all that hard work is paying off. And now you know, because I've said from the very beginning, from the very first episode that we did of this uh, under the cover series, I fully believe that my job was to tell the story and then where it goes from here is bigger than me. Like if that's not really my job, my job was to tell the story and to share it as best I could and in the most truthful way. And so it was just kind of like this, a bit of validation of like, okay, you've, you've done what you were asked to do and you've, you've done what you said you would do. So, okay. But now it's like, now it's go time. Now it's getting it out into the world, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about the reaction that people in the art team have had to the book so far. Yes. And art stands for advanced reader team or advanced reading team. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. Go ahead. Let's, let's hear what they've said. So here's what some readers have said on the Facebook group. Someone said... Wow. I knew this would hit close to home, but wow. Even the meds my husband was prescribed were the same. Reading the name Prednisone just brought tears to my eyes. It is so, so good, Jessica. Literally the only book I've wanted to read in over 10 years. (laughs) That's so nice. She's so sweet. She sounds like me in the sense of like, she's not really a big reader, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, but it's yeah it's i think it's powerful that even people who aren't big readers it's it's not the book that they're it's not like someone who loves books is like oh yeah it was a great book because they love books so they're going to love it it's someone who yeah just is um connecting with the story um someone else said this book is powerful just so raw truthful and 100% you thank you for sharing And then let me go to some of the reviews we've gotten so far. It says, could not put this book down, read it to cover to cover. This story of love and perseverance and sheer strength enlightens you, motivates you, and encourages you. Reading about what Jessica went through and overcame, you feel every emotion, every tear, every laugh, every anger. But what you walk away with is a sense of appreciation for her and a sense of strength in yourself. She made it, and so can you. Uh, I love that. I love that it's not, um, you didn't go into the book wanting to say or saying, you know, this is what I faced. If you're facing something similar, this is how you get through it. You just shared your story, but what people are hearing is like, if Jess can overcome this, maybe I can too. Um, 
this is a, another review. If I could give it 10 stars, I would. To get this story onto paper took incredible grit. Jessica somehow balances sharing experiences and struggles that most of us can't imagine or couldn't do the work to unpack with being completely relatable and empowering. While Jessica may have faced more tragedy, more adversity, and more hardship than most, we all have stories that could have crushed us. Seeing Jessica's story unfold gives me hope for all of us struggling with heavy things. This book is inspiring and in so many ways, and the lessons Jessica learned throughout have given words to the things I've been feeling in my own life. I cried, I laughed, and I was on the edge of my seat hoping for a positive outcome for our heroine. So thankful Jessica shared this. I love what um, that said about gave words to things that she had thought about for a long time. Because I think that there's nothing for me, there's nothing, I think I, and you'll see this in the book, I go through a lot of my life feeling very misunderstood and kind of my pain was very unseen. And so that right there, hearing that, like there's things that happened in my life that I didn't know how to articulate or how to uh, describe that pain or something. And so I think that just hearing that review and hearing someone say it put words to thoughts that I've had my whole life, I think, well, what a blessing. Like, I'm so grateful because I think that when you kind of get that feeling of validation or like, oh, wait, no, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's that. That's the words that you use to, yes, that's it. I've, I've searched my whole life on how to describe this. And now that's how I feel. And, um, I don't know. I think that 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 makes me happy. And you're right. This is this is not a book whatsoever in in a in a let me tell you how to overcome hardship at all. This is when I set out to write this, it was I'm going to write the truest, most honest story of my life thus far in regards to this illness with my husband that I can possibly write. And when you read it, you you will see it is very honest it is very very honest and there are parts that will probably make you cringe and will make you go i cannot believe she just shared that but i think that that's the only way that i believe people are going to truly relate i mean if i share the things that i wouldn't typically share that were happening behind closed doors like who what's the point that's not going to help anybody I've got to share like what's actually going on behind closed doors, what's actually going on in between the sheets. You know what I mean? Like we've got to, we've got to share all of that for somebody to go, okay, yeah, I get it. So that makes me, that, that is what brings tears to my eyes is hearing that person say that. The extent to which something can be powerful to someone depends on the extent to which you can be honest about your situation and what mm-hmm. happened and your story. And so if you only shared some of it, well, that's going to diminish how much someone can respond and connect. And I think the extent of connection that we're seeing in people's responses matches the extent to which you shared because you shared it all. So it makes sense that there would be so much connection, so much of a feeling of that's something I felt for years that I've never been able to put words to, or I thought I was the only one, or, you know, how much longer might some of these feelings in our readers gone unfelt 
if you hadn't put words to it first. Um, so I think that that's just, it's really powerful seeing people not feel so alone. I think this is a really lonely time. We're in, you know, most of us are in week four or five or six <laughs> of being relegated to our houses. And this story is going to come in the midst of that. And while we might still be physically distanced, I think it's going to make people feel so much more connected, knowing that they're not as alone as they thought they were. If you love Zimmerman Podcast and you end each episode thinking, gosh, I just need more of this in my life, boy, have I got the thing for you. I just got back from recording the audiobook for Sleeping with a Stranger. And something about recording the book out loud made me both excited and terrified. It is by far the most exposed I'd ever felt. But for a listener, it's the most personal way to take in the story. As a special treat, I'm releasing my audiobook seven days early on May 1st. And if you buy the audiobook in the month of May and email your receipt to Kelly at jessicazimmerman.com, that's K-E-L-L-I-E at jessicazimmerman.com, you will be given a backstage pass to an online Sleeping with a Stranger special event with me and special guest Brian Zimmerman. He's kind of the leading man in the story. So set a reminder for May 1st and buy the audiobook and email us your receipt to claim your backstage pass. Go to sleepingwithastranger.com to snag the audiobook on May 1st. I'm going to say this and this is going to sound crazy and I understand that, but that's okay. Um, I had a, a, you know, really good friend call me the other day and she said, are you so upset that like all this is going on during the, you know, promotion of the book and the marketing of the book? And I was like, no, I'm not. I feel like somehow it's exactly what was supposed to happen. You know, like, I feel like it's a book that you kind of need to be hunkered down in your home to read. You know, it's not necessarily like a, let's go to the beach. <laughs> and I mean, you could, you could definitely read it on the beach, but I don't know. I think it, if I think you're willing to ugly cry on the beach, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> um, but I think that, I think it's all working out just the way it was supposed to. I don't know. I just have like the biggest uh, sense of peace about it, you know? Yeah, I've said a couple things. My husband and I have had a couple conversations just in these days that we've been all home together. He's a teacher, so he's not at school. Um, and it's taken some adjusting and there's been some, you know, we've had some conversations, <laughs> you know, as you and Brian, I'm sure have of just trying to figure out how do we create a functional routine um, as much as we can that, you know, is helpful for both of us during this time. But I've said a couple times, it feels weird, but there's like, I don't want to be thankful that for this um, pandemic, because it's so painful for so many people and no one is untouched, but that doesn't mean that there can't be good things that come out of it. If you're willing to, as you always say, ask, okay, what is this doing for me instead of what is this doing to me? And I think that that is something that's in your book so often and such a mark of, I'm realizing such a mark of resiliency is, okay, something sucky happens and it's allowed to suck. And then you say, okay, this is the reality. 
What am I going to do? What am I going to do about it? This is what's happening. And so I don't think, I think we can like be, you know, sad for what's happening on a global scale. And you, and you are, you're not saying like, you're thankful that this pandemic happened. So because it's going to work out for the book, because there are downsides to it, you know, it has, there are a lot of marketing that has gotten, you know, canceled. Um, and moved. I mean, we're not able to do the tour like we thought there was, there was, um, you know, uh, quite a bit of, uh, TV that I was going to be doing that, you know, has gotten really slashed because people aren't having, you know, people in studio and stuff. I mean, there are definitely things that are like, ah, oh, this did kind of put a wrench in things, but I choose to look at it as for the reader, for the reader, maybe we'll have a lot less readers, but those who do read it, I feel like just being home, you know, with their families and, you know, in their pajamas or whatever, reading this, I just think that, yeah, that's the place to read it instead of just out busy and, you know, in between, you know, watching your daughter's gymnastics and you're reading it, you know, while you're waiting and stuff. I don't know. I just... Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by it, I guess. Oh no, I I totally I totally get it. And there are there are good things that can come out of really hard things, um, which is what your book's really all about, and why I think it's so appropriate that it's entering into this time in our collective lives. Yeah, we will. I will say one thing, just for those of you um, who are stuck at home with your uh, not stuck, but who get to be home. <laughs> with your significant other. One thing that Brian and I have done, which has been really helpful is instead of saying, you know, we just pretend that there's a third person living with us named Max. And, uh, I'll say to Brian, I'll go, Ugh, you know what Max did this morning? And he's like, what? And I'll go, Max went ahead and completely made up the bed, like totally made up the bed. And now I can't get back in it. And I was really wanting to like, get back in my bed for a minute and relax. And, but Max, uh, made the bed up and he'll, he'll, he'll go, Oh, that Max, mm, he'll have to do better tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> or then he'll say to me, so I'm really aggravated with Max right now. And I'll go, Oh, what Max do? And he'll say, Max leaves her, uh, green water bottles, her glass green water bottles all over the house. They are all over the house. Like everywhere I look, there's another green water bottle. And I just think, wow, Max, can you not just take those to the sink? And I go, oh, that is annoying. I bet Max will do better tomorrow. And then it's really great because you're not just going right up to them and saying, why did you make the bed all the way? I'm annoyed with you. It brings a little humor to it. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's a little passive aggressive, but I don't care. It's, it's fun. We're having a good time with it. And we're able to communicate and have a laugh and it's good. So if anybody needs a Max in their home then you steal that. You know what else I noticed about your um, little play acting interaction there? It's that it was focused on, can you do this in the future? Or Max, can Max do this in the future? So that's something I've been that, you know, I've just said to my husband earlier today is I need to stop telling you what frustrated me and start asking you for the things that I need. Yeah. So instead of saying it really bothered me when you left your water cups everywhere, or in my case, it was when you're on point with the kids, 
the dishes were in the sink. But when I was on point with the kids, I cleaned up the kitchen, <laughs> which is so petty. Like, whatever. Um, no, we're with each other all the time. It just, it, everything bothers you. Yeah, because then it blows into like, well, that means that you don't respect me and my time and I have just as much to do as you do. And so instead of saying that, I said, you know what? I really need to just start asking you to do the dishes if you're on point with the kids instead of spending 30 minutes explaining why it hurt me that you didn't. Right. Totally. Moving so forward. Yeah. I noticed even in, and even if you have a max in your house, the focus was on you saying, you know what? I bet max will do better tomorrow. Yeah. And really it's yep. just a way of asking for what you need, which I think is so great. It just brings a little bit of entertainment and humor into the home, to be honest. Yeah. We need a little entertainment and some humor. I get, yeah, I just, we need to have some fun. Okay. Let's end with, um, let's end with one more review. One more review. Okay. Let me pick a good one. I mean, they're all great, but I want, um, <laughs> oh, this one's great. Jessica pulls you into her story from the very first page. She is honest in all areas of her life from beginning to end with the good, the bad, and the truly heartbreaking. Throughout sleeping with a stranger, you see Jessica's humor, immense strength, and persevering love. No matter where you are at in your personal or professional life, this story hits home in such a relatable human level that you will glean wisdom and knowledge from the path that Jessica has been on. It's a beautiful reminder that if she could overcome her traumas, hardships, and adversities, all while remaining true to her core self, you can too. I am so grateful to Jessica for writing this book and to have read it. Mm, that's so nice. So sweet. So, so nice. Okay, guys. So next week will be, oh, next week we have a good announcement. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And I just want to say, after reading a bunch of these reviews, once you do read the book, we would love for you to write a review. It does not have to be this lengthy. You can say, loved it. You can say, great book, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, totally. But the reviews are super helpful. They really are. But definitely tune in next week because we have got some really exciting news. I cannot wait to share it. It's going to be so good. You're going to be so excited, um, especially if you've been hanging in there and listening to each of these under the cover episodes. So thank you so much. And we will be back next week. Thanks, Rachel. Can't wait. See you then, Jess. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zimmerman Podcast miniseries, Sleeping with a Stranger Under the Cover. Don't forget... You can get book updates and VIP treatment at sleepingwithastranger.com. The book will be available May 7th. I'll see you next time.